welcome to the My Mother's Podcast with your host, media assassin Naya Allen and the spiritual guide, Dr. Shah. Welcome to My Mother's Child Podcast, M Squared C for short. I'm your host, the media assassin, Naya Allen, and I'm your spiritual guide, Dr. Shah. As a media assassin, I advocate for positive stories in all media for black people. As a spiritual guide, I assist individuals with all things spiritual. The M Squared C is a podcast with two sisters mindfully navigating mental illness and discussing topics from a perspective of a person with mental illness and a person without. Okay, so we're going to get started today. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, Dr. Shah. We yes. were she she sent me a video that I did not get to watch all of about um, a pond. Yes. So can you elaborate on this pond for us? Well, actually, I came across the video for uh, my children. Okay. And teaching them with knowing how to identify their feelings and knowing that their feelings is okay to feel. This video consists of a pond. And it says that we are the pond. Okay. You are a pond. And these fish come along. You got a sad fish. You may have a happy fish, an excited fish, you know, just off the wall fish. All of these fishes in your pond. Right. And they're swimming in your pond. Just because it's swimming in your pond does not mean that you have to become the fish. So because it's swimming there and it comes across this sad fish, that doesn't mean that, hey, I'm sad. I'm a sad person. I'm going to hold on to this. This is who I'm going to be. You are the pond. You can't be that sad fish. You can allow that sad fish to float in your pond and accept it because along comes the rest of the fishes with all the rest of the feelings, and it's okay to feel that way as long as you continue to be the pond and not the fish. So I just thought it was like very important because it shows people that their feelings is okay. Sad is okay. You know, fear is okay. It's okay to feel that as long as you don't become that feeling. And I just thought it was very important to share with you. So I thought you would like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I very seldom like ideas. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I did like that. I enjoyed that. Um, what I take from that is a little different from what you 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 get just because we're on two different mental um levels. Mm-hmm. I think when you talk about that the sad fish I let swim to the top a little too long. Right. If that's a thing. Yeah, it is. Okay, so it's not just oh okay, here comes this fish swim to the top. Um this is how I feel for a second, uh but I'm glad I'm going to feel different later. Later, That's not how it works for me. Right. Um, but that's, that's kind of like what the, the video was getting at. It's like the fish is one thing. The pond is something else. Just because that fish went all the way to the top of your pond does not make you that fish. Because I'm still, still the pond. pond. Right. And everything's supposed to be able to flow. And be okay with. Which I you know. I, does, I know that it's better said than done. Yes. And it may even sound cheesy to people. But it being a video. 
that was supposed to be for children, for one. And I learned a lot from it. And it was just showing me, like, you know what? If they would have told me that it was okay to be sad, you know, instead of, oh, no, you can't feel that way. Oh, you know, uh, you know. Or don't cry outside. Or all of that. (laughs) Anytime you have feelings about anything, you are supposed to cut it off. Don't have no association with it or anything like that. I'm not supposed to feel jealous. Oh, God, that's a saying. You cannot feel jealous. So why do jealousy come about, you know, for me? And it's kind of, I feel like people with mental illness, they're not being shown that it's okay. It's okay. Right. Yeah. No, you know what? It's so crazy. I Even just sitting here just talking. I would be, you would think that I was the kind of person who just really wanted to be uh, the center of attention, whole crowd, and I'm really not. I'm not. And I thought something was wrong with me because I wasn't the in-crowd person, but people always came to me, you know. But I realized, like, hey, just because I'm not the in-crowd person, that makes me a more personal person to somebody else. So with me, I'll be able to sit down and personally speak to somebody one-on-one. That makes my character for myself and instead of trying to be everything for everybody else. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, out in the crowd, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it, even though I can deal with it and I, I handle it, but it's just not my thing. And they, they'll teach you, like, oh, that's something that's wrong with you. You're supposed to want to socialize and show social media and a whole nine. And it's just like, okay, well, I don't. But now I realize that that made me a better person one-on-one, not only with myself, my children, and everybody I come across. I can sit and have a intimate conversation and really – so I just really wish they had just expressed that more, that your feelings is okay. Yeah, because uh, with me, it's kind of like I I wear many faces because I can fit in with any crowd. So that's a, that's a lot dealing with on top of having uh, mental health issues. Um I also thought for a very long time that I was narcissistic because of that. Like, don't don't that mean if you can hold different faces that there's something wrong? (laughs) That's why I do not agree with a lot of words that people hop on to, to, you know, put a label on somebody. That's not it. You know, I, 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 I honestly think that you deal more better with, being in the in crowd and people around you and stuff like that. With me, I'd rather be like the introvert. Like, I'm going in. You know, right. I'd rather go meditate, get my chi together, and back off. But of. that's another thing with mental health illness. It don't have boundaries like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I can still be out. I can have conversations. I can meet new people. And, you know, it, it won't bother me. It's that solitude. When I get home and I'm by myself, it's kind of like, okay, now what? Like, the fact that you have kids. I have a kid. You have kids. So you have a house full, you know, everybody's talking and stuff. I have one kid who's actually here with me now and you would never even know it because he's off in the corner silent. Right. Because I can't, I can't deal with the anxiety. I'm not going to lie. The anxiety of having too many people running around is, uh, it's a little much. And I'm the opposite though. If I have that silence, that would just drive me insane. Like, I used to yeah. see me running for the kids. Like, why are they so quiet? Why are they so quiet? You know? <laughs> so I'm kind of the, the opposite. But the feelings is... is the opposite because I can be that on the outside. Yeah. That you, you know, so that that's so funny because when we talk about us being yin and yang now, yeah. for anybody that's listening, yes. we are definitely yin and yang. Absolutely. As when we were children, if it was Shay, it was Naya. At- 
it became the girls. Shay Naya. Now it's the girls. The it's, girls. It's the girls. <laughs> it's just always us too. You're yeah. right. So uh, this this was a perfect idea, but the yin and yang is um, definitely a good description for us. Whereas you, Doctor Shaw, yes, can um, basically get me in line, and she beat me up, y'all. She beats me. No, she beats me with words. <laughs> <laughs> now with words, <laughs> but um. You understand me a lot more than other people do, even though we are polar opposites. I, th- and that's what's so amazing. Like, cause I feel like even with, even with your and what you're going through, because we're opposites, and it's not the same thing. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's just it it, it it infuses in a way. And I really think that that's important for people to realize. Like that too is a beautiful thing. You never know what you're teaching somebody. Even though I'm like, oh, no, I might not have it. But it's a lot of stuff that I hear you speak about. Like, hey, you know what? I I experienced that. I just didn't say, like, oh, that's what it was. Right. And it don't make me, you know, different, better. You know, whatever the situation is, I just think that the the, the coming together about and understand the mindfulness. Mindfulness. There's that word again. Yes. Being in the moment (laughs) and appreciating each other. Yeah. And understanding each other and, and, and everybody else too at this, you know, because every everybody dealing with it, like I said before, right. some way, shape or form, like even when you I would some stuff that I was going through I did not know, hey, this is what they call uh this and that. I'm like, <laughs> Oh no, you know. But yeah, it's I just really think that it's a beautiful thing that we can sit and talk about complete opposites and you can still yeah, yeah. I've worked on it's a it, it sounds small, but I've worked on my mental health for so long, perfecting it for myself, not for others to see, but for myself. Um, we were raised in a house where it was five of us, and I recently got an email asking me how I felt um, being raised in a house with five kids, um, just put there, put there, yeah. We weren't put there. We were, we were family. We were, yeah, we were family. raised differently, we're, but we had to come together yeah. in order to make and it. And how, how it felt. What was that? I'm not sure. I don't want to misquote, but um, basically on the lines of how does it feel to be brought from one household and into another one and expected to just love that person. To love those people. Like you're you're supposed to, okay, now I this is your brother, them. this is your sister, now love them. Now love them. Right, yeah. yeah. So to answer that question, it's just that we... We put ourselves um, in predicaments as kids to uh, trust adults. Absolutely. To know, you know, okay, they know what's best for me. They got my best interests at heart. Right. But a lot of times those adults weren't taught by good adults. Right. So then that kind of trickles down and it gives it a a family bleed. Oh, I love that word. It gives it a family bleed. Mm -hmm. But we went through a lot of the family bleeding and not only uh, had that affected me but it affected a lot of people around us but we didn't see as kids that we were being affected right um just by choices being made by older people that we just kind of went along with the flow with but to answer that um that person who did answer i mean asked me that question it is very hard it's very hard only because you're being watched you're being watched like are you doing it right and you don't know how to love exactly as a kid um, one of the guys that we were raised with in the house did end up committing suicide, which 
um, with having mental health illness, I can't say that I have not tried myself. Uh, I've actually been hospitalized behind it twice. And it's a very serious thing. But just because like, like with me, just because I was hospitalized doesn't mean I'm not effective in the community. Right. Like I can't do anything else but that be. That gives you your story once again. Yeah. You are, uh, and even with the work that you do, like with the, you know, but with the children and everything like that, that makes your story. That's what I'm like, even though they try to make it seem like, oh, my God, all of these words that they put on there, your story has made you and be put in a position where you can help all these children right. not adults because let's just say once they get up in age they ain't trying to do too much of changing but children right and that so i'm like in a way you should kind of be excited about your mental illness i mean it it, <laughs> it, it drove you crazy yes excited excited yes it drove me crazy guess what but it also made me be able to be in a position to touch people's life right and that that alone, if that's something I would have to deal with in order to touch many lives, that's just kind of like, ah. Uh, it's easy to say. I know it it's is. It's easy to it say is. until you're alone in the dark. Oh, I love the alone in the dark, but. but yeah. That's until my favorite Until you're alone part. in the dark, then, then you'll, um, you, you see things differently. Like, that silence is a person. And that person is not on your side. Just imagine it like that alone in the dark and the silence is not on your side the silence is yourself that's mental health issues wrap that okay guys that's it <laughs> that's all we need. that's a wrap that's a wrap that's all we need no <laughs> no but it is it's interesting that you put it like that though because when i'm in the darkness it's like yes finally <laughs> it's not the same darkness that you get where it's a rainy night you had a long day and now you finally get some rest it's not that kind of dark it's that dark where you add up every little thing that's ever happened to you that's bad and you count it all as one and you just say up oh, that's it this is it this is the dark spot i'm supposed to be here what am i supposed to learn from it but then you never learn until they give you zoloft and lexapro that's not learning that's covering, that's masking, but my opinion, no physical doctor here, but you know, no, that's, that's, that's covering. Covering and masking until you don't have it. And then once again, we're at a point where I'm in jail. I don't want to be in jail. So what do you say, Dr. Shah, to stay out of jail for a mental health patient? Are you? you swim in the pond. No, you know, it's, it's <laughs> I, like you said, it like it's easier but when you really want to get to a point where it's just like, I'm putting it all down. I can't do this no more. But I'm not going to check out the way that the world wants me to check out or they expect me to. That's the fight that's going on in my head. I'm going to check out with this beautiful inner feeling of love and service that I gave to the world with my story and everything that I went through. I was able to just take it. Yes, it may be labeled as mental illness, crazy, whatever it is. But I help people. I still say that to you to this day, like where you have that patience to actually sit and deal with a client. I would rather wring their neck, you know, like you can't see it. You can't see it, but you don't understand. You don't even see like you have that patience and that that path already for I understand 
compared to people who don't understand. And that's another thing with them people, putting people in positions for mental illness and they don't know nothing about it, never experienced it or nothing. And that's why I think people with mental illness should be the ones on a stand front for people with mental illness. If I want to call a hotline, it better be somebody with mental illness because they'll be like, yeah, I felt that too. (laughs) Right. You know? And they don't do that because they don't realize that it's really real. Right, and right. That's what, that's what really. Not to say we don't get enough credit, but we don't. It's it, hard it to no, have mental health. It, is, it really is, especially and really try to want to fit into what they call the American dream right. and still have a mental health illness. That's right. like a kick in the face. Right. They want you can't have certain jobs. You can't do certain things. Like How am I supposed to really even develop as a citizen and here? Then, if and, you, the, and, and because I'm... In the black community, we're definitely not allowed to feel it. Oh, oh no. don't go see a doctor because oh, you're feeling no. sorry for yourself oh, no. now. Yeah. Don't go see a doctor. You don't need all the medications. Smoke your weed. Smoke your weed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and just forget about yep. it. But then on top of that, you can't get that job with your weed. Right. You can't get that job if you ain't on your medication. Period. You can't get that job if you bipolar. Yeah, and I, I really think that our environment and, you know, our our backgrounds that that really takes effect too because i really believe that black people are not allowed to actually yeah they're not they're not allowed to you're not even as children we told to shut up you know you don't have no nerves and everything like that so we taught that at an early early age you know what i think i think we were taught to survive we weren't taught to live that's it and with being taught to survive instead of live you got those things where it's like i'm the mom i'm the dad shut up and listen to me even though my mom and dad didn't shut up and listen to me now you have to so that's mental health in itself because now you're using what you were taught against me me. and we're supposed to be in this together so with raising my son i'll I'll take him to different people's houses and he he he's himself and they like oh well you didn't beat him for that no i didn't because i know how that would have made me feel like did that did that help with me and you no it didn't actually i'm having to undo a lot of things that you did to me or not you did to me that you said to me and you know when we were younger and I thought that I was supposed to suck it up but I'm the same way with my children I would tell what they cry especially with my son that's another thing with men black men Men are not Mm -hmm. allowed to cry they got to be tough tough it up suck it up are you kidding me you can't even go to your best friend and tell them that your feelings is hurt because what they're gonna Feeling's say not allowed to be heard. exactly so oh, like, you yeah. ain't tough you ain't yeah, this right, you ain't right, that yeah right. that creates a, a, a mental space where now you got to work on being tough right so no. then after you work on being tough and you realize hey being tough got me sent to prison or killed you know what i mean right it's just it just it leaves nothing it's just like we really need to start paying attention to what we say and how we say it just because our parents did it does not mean that it's right all the time Right, it's a right. whole nother generation of children that we're raising, and I'm like, even with my son, yes, he cry. What are you crying for? Tell me what you're crying for, so we can talk about it. What are you feeling at that moment? How did right. that make you feel? And it's okay to feel that way, and it's okay to cry. You don't have to hurt, worry about the boy. So, boy, you better toughen up, toughen up. And first thing they want to say to a mom is, let him be a boy. No, let him be a person, and let him be human. Right, let him feel. So, yes, I really think that that, that's a whole nother topic on when it comes down to what we say to our children and how that carries on in our adulthood. Yeah.
that's a whole nother whole nother topic um well thank you for listening to the m2c podcast please share with your family friends and networks um did you have anything to say before we close out I would like to thank BUPodcasting.com for hosting Black Podcasts from Akron, Ohio. And please check out the rest of the BU family. And any questions, please email us at mymotherschild5766 at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you.